Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Right. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, out of shape, Jacksonville jerk-offs, keep the noise down while I take my robe off and show you all what a real man looks like. No pencil neck geek line? No. That's what I was waiting for. No. That, that's all I got. <laughs> I've been David. Thank you for having me guest on your uh, podcast today. <laughs> I'm just going to start over. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, come this, on, no, man. No, no, no. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm going to keep it out. I'm I've just going to talk. planning that all day. <laughs> all day. I've done no work today at all. I just thought, Ravishing Rick Rude's going to have to come out today. <laughs> Why not? Sorry. Introductions. <clears throat> Sorry. My name is Matt Sin. This is what we can do now. Just like a little quiet stuff. My name is Matt Sin for Wrestle Life Radio. And this is Wrestle Life Radio's newest show, The Best and the Worst. That's all I can do. I can't do anymore because I have to be animated and I can't, I'm talking with my hands even though this is radio. And I have to I have to do that. I'm here with BWC. That is my beautiful wife, Carol. Say hello, Carol. Hello, Carol. Everyone makes that joke. You're better than that. You should see the death stare, ladies and gentlemen. The death stare. I'm also here with my British best friend in the world, Mr. Ravishing Recruit himself, Mr. David Cass from the Film Twits podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit how this is going to go, and we're going to have lots of fun. So the best and the worst is going to be something that is the best from wrestling and the worst of wrestling. Oh, man. How did I ever come up with this name? The way the best and the worst is going to work is we're going to sit here and we're going to chat a little bit. And I'm going to tell you about what we're going to watch. And we're going to watch one thing from the history of wrestling, whether it be a match, a segment, or a promo. And it's one of the best things of all time. And then we're going to go watch it. And we're going to come back. And I'm going to tell you about one of the worst things of all time. And I can't wait to get to that. So I feel like you guys are going to laugh. Maybe I'm wrong. You might think it's really dumb. But you know what? It is really dumb. And if that's the case, that's okay. So to get to the best tonight, we're watching the very first Money in the Bank ladder match. Woo! And no, David Cass, Ric Flair, not in this match. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Macho Man. It's not, it's not bad. Macho Man is also not in this match. Uh, I'm guessing the money in the bank thing, the million dollar man, wasn't in it. Either. He absolutely wasn't in it. No, no, no. So the way what money in the bank was, was it was at WrestleMania 21. And there were a lot of really big names that had nothing to do. Those names included Chris Jericho, Edge. Christian, Kane, you know Kane, Undertaker's brother. Kane. Okay. I don't live under a rock. Shelton, I'm English. Shelton Benjamin and Chris Benoit. Six really, really big stars at the time that had nothing to do with the biggest show of the year. The writers were trying to come up with something for them to do, and they said, "Why not have a ladder match? Why and, not? And, you know, why not? Just to throw them in a ladder match." And Chris Jericho said, "That seems a little silly. Why would we just be in a random ladder match? Let's make it for something. So let's put a contract above the ring." And whoever is able to grab that contract gets a match the next night on Raw, the night after WrestleMania. And the writers said, that's a good idea, Chris Jericho. We're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Did they say it just like that? That's, that's exactly, a great idea, Chris Jericho. That's exactly what the writers said. And also, Vince McMahon got wind of this, and he said, listen, pal. That's the, my best Vince McMahon. I can't do Vince McMahon. Very good. Yeah, Chris and Kyle always make fun of me. Uh, he says, we're going to change two things. One thing is, you're not putting a piece of paper above the ring. That's dumb. It's going to be in a briefcase. You have to take a briefcase off a hook. And the second thing is you're not going to wrestle the night after Raw. You have 365 days to turn this in at any point. So when you have this briefcase, you can cash in a World Heavyweight Championship match at any time. 
So. Yeah, see, Mr. McNair, man, whatever you want to say about him, mm-hmm. he knows how to pander to the crowd. He absolutely does. It's true. He's the most successful wrestling promoter of all time. I mean, not even close, bar none. So that came about, and they started the storyline, and funnily enough, the story was written as Chris Jericho coming to Eric Bischoff and saying, I have this great idea for a ladder match that we need to do at WrestleMania. And Eric Bischoff, the general manager at the time in storyline, said, what a great idea, Chris Jericho. Let's do that. And so that's exactly what they did. So now we're going to pause, and we're going to go watch the Money in the Bank ladder match. You guys excited? Is this the good or the bad? This is the good. Is that your opinion? This is many people's opinion, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is It is my opinion. Is this yes. better than Razor Ramon versus, ah, oh, darn it, who did Razor Shawn Ramon Michaels. versus Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels ladder match? So, so here's the thing, and I'll say this to our current listeners who this just is the got remote, done. This is the Razor we're talking mm-hmm. about. They yeah. just got done watching AEW All Out with the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. And I'll tell you that Razor Ramon, and I actually thought about this this morning on my drive to work. Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, all-time classic match. Ladder match, one of the first ladder matches of all time. It's billed as the first. It's not really the first, but one of the best ladder matches of all time. But then you throw this in there, and there's so much more stuff that's done because time has passed, and they want to raise the bar. Now that I've just watched the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers, this match, you you watched that match too, Carol. This might actually seem a little tame to you, but for 20, this was WrestleMania 21, so that was, what, 15 15 years ago, I believe? It was 14 or 15 years ago. Uh, this This was really... This is really the standard for ladder matches. It's really good. So I'm really excited to share it. Nice. So we're going to go see how it goes. Word. I never say word. You're, you, you're doing this podcast. That was weird. Yep, I'm a word guy, apparently. Diddle, diddle, diddle. All right. So we just finished up Money in the Bank. And before we get your thoughts, I'm going to tell you a little bit about why I picked this match. BWC is going to be on my, my show with me every time we do this. Is that correct? That's correct. And she's very excited. I'm very excited. So I have. <laughs> <laughs> She's also the cool one of yeah, the two. That is absolutely true. So I I asked David, I said, tell me a little bit about what kind of wrestling you like. And he's like, well, my favorite wrestler is Brett the Hitman Hart. And I'm like, cool. Classic, just perfect mat wrestling. Who else do you like? Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Big, just crazy intro. Just, and I'm like, okay. I want to show him something that he hasn't seen before. So I decided to show you a train wreck. And that was the Money in the Bank 2011. So I'll let you go first, BWC. B-dubs. There it is. What did you think of Money in the Bank 2011? I, I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. Tell I me have, why. I have to say what I always feel about Money in the Bank ladder matches, which is we spend too much time opening ladders and setting up ladders and hitting people with ladders and not climbing ladders. I feel like if we dumped some skill into dexterity and swiftness, we'd have just get up the ladder and get the get get the the, the thing. See, they struggle though because they've they've gone through so much pain. They've fallen feet, like six, eight feet, multiple, multiple times. I'm glad you're enjoying this so much, Dave. It was the dump points into dexterity. <laughs> I really liked. It's so good. If you can't tell, guys, we've been playing Dungeons and Dragons recently. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so so that's that's the point. They, yeah. They're in pain. It's yeah. difficult to drag yeah. your 200, 250 pound body up right. this ladder. Clearly, yes. So, but no, it was enjoyable. I like all those people uh, in the in the in the mm-hmm. match. Another I reason why I chose it. I like seeing them all from the past. Mm-hmm. That was cool. How I, I wouldn't have. I really. I told you I didn't really recognize Chris Jericho at first with the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Never seen one of then. your favorite wrestlers of all time, mm-hmm. and so with with short haired Chris Jericho, but not like really short hair, like 
you know, shoulder length shaggy Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. And crazy eyes, uh, Edge. Edge. He, always, he looks like a crazy Tarzan. He me. does. Crazy he Tarzan. does. Yeah. Beth Phoenix's husband. So. I get it. What was your favorite spot in the match? Um, I tried to be ready for this question. Okay. I thought you'd ask, but I, I have no oh, answer. Oh, it's a runaway easy answer. You have to edit this. Um, okay. Or we'll just leave it in. No big deal. No, it's, it's a waste of time. I don't know. David, what was your favorite part of this match? I don't know the wrestler's name. The black dude. Shelton Benjamin. Ah. Shelton Benjamin running up the ladder, mm -hmm. clotheslining, which you could see Chris Christian, Chris, Christian yeah. holding clearly the ladder setting it up. Oh. And you knew something was going to happen. Uh -huh. But you know, it was just, it was really well orchestrated. Mm -hmm. The build up for it happened like five minutes mm -hmm. before it actually happened, yeah. placing everything in place, which, you know, although these things are, are somewhat choreographed, I know that there is a lot of in-ring communication between the wrestlers that goes right. on to create things like that. So I really appreciated how many people were involved in the moving parts mm -hmm. to create that one bit, which, which happened so quickly, mm -hmm. but went so seamlessly. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Running up the ladder, clotheslining someone off the the top of the ladder yeah. was really well put together yeah that was that was by far my favorite part of the, well, I'm glad. the match i'm glad so carrie if you were to grade the money in the bank match from wrestlemania 21 what uh what, what would you grade it there this match mm -hmm. i don't i don't have any complaints okay. i give this match an a i'm happy okay. i like all the cool. people i like what like, it looks good visually it looked good you can take six people and like you were explaining throw them all in the ring and it could be a mess, but I think it, it aesthetically it worked. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Okay. Wanted Chris Jericho to win. Okay. But that's why he doesn't get an A plus. <laughs> I like Edge, but he's no Chris Jericho. You know, I have a feeling yeah. though, Chris Jericho, he did okay for himself. Go ahead, Dave. Okay. If you were to if you were to well, grade this match. Well before I grade it, let me let me preface my grade with preface. That was really weird. Preface? Let's say preface. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that how English people no, say? No, no, we say preface. That's how you say it. Yeah. I don't believe you. You're lying to me. Okay. That's very mean. Anyway. My British best friend, man, making stuff up. Yeah, not anymore. Um, <laughs> one thing one thing that classic wrestling, I feel, did that was missing, and it's potentially because I don't watch the gajillion different wrestling shows that they have now, uh -huh. the context of mm -hmm. why you should give a damn okay. in the first place. I always felt that classic wrestling did a really good job of selling the story. You knew who you wanted to root for, other than mm -hmm. who's a heel, who's a hero in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you said before we before we watched the match, it was a bunch of well known fighters who didn't yeah, have indeed. anything to do. Mm -hmm. There's no story behind that. That is correct. You know, and and I really feel that the best the best wrestling I've seen, apart from great choreography, great performances is a story you can get behind mm -hmm. you know the whole thing with chris benoit with his bust up arm and his bust up eye and stuff like mm -hmm. that at the very end of it you're kind of rooting for him to do it with his stubby right. little stubby little t-rex arms <laughs> you're kind of really you're really hoping that he's going to be able to still reach the thing even on the, the top of the ladder yeah only to be the, the whole story to be subverted by edge coming and taking it at the very end and mm -hmm. and you're just like oh well great mm-hmm Mm -hmm. You know, kind of thing, and it's, it, it that was kind of disappointing. I I rate it four kittens. Four kittens. Yeah, that's a pretty good rating. It depends like on it. what your scale is. <laughs> I go by the badger rating, so it's not that good. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is why you invited me on the show, I guess, right? <laughs> I guess this is it it brings some form of entertainment, I suppose. I hope so. <laughs> so let's talk about the worst. And I am so excited to show this to you guys. Okay. My favorite wrestler as a child was Sting. Oh and goodness. not black and white face crow sting, which I also very much liked, but you know, surfer with the like upside down V on his face. You know, you know why he did that? He and Ultimate Warrior were tag team partners at one point, and they both did that, and they this, went to separate separate companies. Is this WCW? This is WCW, sting? absolutely. Okay. So there's a guy named Fred Ottman. Where if you know classic wrestling, you may know Earthquake and Typhoon. Of course. Okay, Typhoon. Yeah, Typhoon is Fred Ottman. Okay. Sting in the Bridge. He was at the Natural Disasters. So oh, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch the Natural Disasters. I'm going to watch the Natural Disasters. I'm going to watch the Natural Disasters. I'm going to see the Natural See how you like it. Natural Disasters versus Legion of Doom. What an amazing match that was. So just to go off on a little bit of a tangent, Sorry. the Natural Disasters were Earthquake and Typhoon were two of like the biggest, fattest men in the entire world. But they're also huge. I mean, they're 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 very muscular, but super super fat. So it was just as, super fat. Yeah, well, they had big arms though, like really big. Just big, super fat. <laughs> just super fat. Gigantic men, and they were named after natural disasters, so wow. earthquake and typhoon. So typhoon debuts, and it's Sting and the British Bulldog. And Yay! I know, I know, another Davey reason boy. why I picked this for you. Yeah, I actually call you Davy Boy Smith sometimes, and you don't care for it. No, I don't. It kind of hurts my feelings. I'm, I'm not nearly I, as I was, muscular as him. I was really, really, uh, I really enjoyed that name. So, and I can't um, bulldog press the barbarian. No, that's true. So, uh, David Boy Smith and Sting are there to announce their new tag team partner against Psycho Sid Vicious and the Harlem Heat, which is Booker T and Stevie Ray. Sting says, Well, I'm here to shock the world with my new tag team partner. Because my new tag team partner is none other than the Shockmaster. And there's so much to unpack in this, and I can't wait to tell you listeners all about it, but I can't spoil anything for David and Carol. So we're about to go watch the debut of the Shockmaster. Diddle diddle da. All right, so we just finished watching the debut of the Shockmaster. And before I get your thoughts, I'm just going to give a real quick rundown of what the Shockmaster is for our listeners that have never seen it. So, Shockmaster was something that happened in WCW. As I mentioned before, Sting announced him out. And he's supposed to come busting through this wall, you know, a la, like, 80s, 80s superhero, right? Robocop or something, Terminator, busting through the wall. And Fred Ottman, Typhoon, busts through the wall and falls on his face. And what's so great about it is he has a Stormtrooper helmet on. <laughs> That spray painted silver with white glitter and it comes rolling off. And so he puts it back on his head. He puts it back on his head and stands up. And he starts like pointing at Sid Vicious and like pointing back at his chest. But there's no sound, no sound coming out whatsoever. I'm assuming because Ole Anderson, who did his, did his voice, is probably off cracking up. And this was done on live TV, so it's not like they can refilm this, right? So, oh. Sid Vicious sells this like a freaking champ. I mean, he looks horrified by this doofus <laughs> that just fell through the wall in a silver glitter Stormtrooper helmet. This is one of my absolute favorite slash least favorite wrestling segments of all time, and I had to show this to you guys. So, Ole Anderson is off, off screen, and he starts with this ridiculous voice, you want a piece of me, Sid? And like, so the Shockmaster's like pointing at them and it's just, they look horrified and it's so funny. And the best uh -huh. part 
is right when he crashes through the wall. Booker T, five time, five time, five time, five time, five time WCW champion says, who was this mother effer? Really, like really low key. Like you can't hear it unless you really listen to it. It is absolutely hilarious. It is so, so good. And it made me so happy. And Dusty Rhodes is telling the story about how this happened. And basically what happened was they tested it earlier in the day. Everything went fine. And then David Crockett, who worked for WCW back at the time, nailed a two by four. And Dusty said to to uh, to, to really mess with him. And uh, so Typhoon, the Shockmaster, Fred Ottman, smashes through the wall. And Dusty's son, Cody, yes, that's right, AEW Executive Vice President Cody Rhodes, uh, was watching this as a child with all his friends, and all his friends are laughing. And Cody turns around and goes, I think that's my Uncle Fred. And it was his Uncle Fred. And it's just, it's so good. It's so good. B-dubs, tell me. What did you think of the uh, Star Wars wrestling crossover mm. tonight that we just witnessed? I have, I don't have words, really. <laughs> um, I'm glad you ran us through it again, because honestly, while we were watching it, I had no clue what was happening. <laughs> Not a clue. I think, to this time, I have no idea what was said. I don't know what any of the words were. Everyone was shouting and pointing, and visually, it was such a mess. It was just a mess. And it was oh, a mess it was... before he crashed through the wall. Oh, awful. It was a mess because, as we said... Everyone had their backs to the camera. No one knows how to perform on a stage. Hosted by, hosted by Ric Flair, by the way. Excuse me for not pointing that yeah. out. But, yeah. yeah, so like a drunk Kool-Aid man, he falls through the wall. <laughs> and then and then it's like, that's a Stormtrooper helmet. That's a glittery Stormtrooper helmet. And that's all I got from this. So. Did you at any point ask yourself, I wonder if they got George Lucas's permission to use the story. <laughs> yes, because I was like, I'm like, I'm sure there must be some copyright infringement. Yeah, there. like in this this impersonation of sort of a job of the hut meets Yoda <laughs> in a stormtrooper <laughs> heavily sozzled on some serious alcohol. Right. How are you? And what I don't understand is this guy who's been debuted. Yep. The, the the Flash Master or whatever. The Shockmaster. The Shockmaster, <laughs> who's, who's never been introduced, never been shown on this show before, apparently has some beef with with, with Sid Vicious for some unknown reason. You know, Sid Vicious has got beef with Davey Boy Smith and, and with, uh, Sting. with Sting. And they're like, well, we've got a new member of our crew. And this guy busts out, picks himself and goes... You Sid Vicious, you're in trouble now. I'm here. There's enough of you. And I'm like, Sid Vicious is looking angry, like, oh yeah, I remember you back in the day. We ain't finished here. And I'm like, no, Sid, you've never met the guy before. You got this fat guy who can't even master a war properly. That's obviously made of paper. Falls on his backside. His helmet falls off. He scrambles and picks it up. Stands up. He's got his 1980s jeans pulled up over over his over his navel line, which I couldn't get past. Wearing like a black waistcoat, right? Like a black vest, and then because he's such a fat dude, such a big dude. The helmet looks five sizes yes. too small for him. Like he's put on a kid's helmet that his daughter spray painted silver. And he's like, I want you, Sid. And Sid Vicious manages to maintain his anger and looking cool at the affront of what's just come in front of him. Epic. Epic. One of the best segments of all time. All right. So from, from beginning to worst, yes. from beginning to end, there was no woo. All right. For a start, you've got, you, 
I find oh, it. Oh, my face hurts. I find Ooh. it offensive anytime Ric Flair is in front of a camera and doesn't woo. Mm. I've heard, I've seen him record a birthday message for The Rock on and Instagram, woo. and he wooed in his car. So mm-hmm. he didn't woo. There's mistake number one. Number two, the scripting was so bad. Everybody was literally just yelling <laughs> at each other uh-huh. all at the same time with uh-huh. no semblance. Davy Boy Smith, with his six foot wide wingspan, uh-huh. stood right in front of the camera with his back turned. <laughs> yes. So Borking Sting, who is like three inches shorter and maybe 150 pounds lighter, you couldn't even see Sting's blonde, blonde flat top. From, oh be, from behind his back. The only person you could see was Sid Vicious until he decided to turn his back as well. Everybody had their back turned to the camera and just yelling all at the same time. Davey Boy Smith spins around to the camera and goes, I'm not going to show them who it is. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then obviously it gets mm. worse from there, believe it or not. It gets worse from there with it. Oh, he busted the wall. The pyrotechnics go off gets early. Worse. <laughs> yeah, the pyrotechnics go off early. He literally falls through the wall, scrambles, picks up his helmet, and then gesticulates wildly with no sound. Which of which you know, of course, Sid Vicious responds to because he's already prepared his response. He's like, "Ha ha! I see your gesticulations." And I say, "Oh no no! I'll see you in the ring, good sir." And then the evil cackle to finish it off with. Cuts a black. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really good. good. I'm so. I'm, I'm gonna. That. I'm gonna give that three badges. <laughs> three badges on the badger on scale. On the badger scale. Whoa! I'm gonna have three badges. Wow. That's way up there with the time that the Ultimate Warrior completely lost his mind and started talking about demons and <laughs> cocaine and fairies and hog hogging and. And no, all, when he went really, that's gonna be really off strip. Yeah. That <laughs> so was good. that's up there with that. It's one. so good, honey. What would you what would you rate it on the uh, on the the no. bad so bad it's good scale? Uh, I have I have my rating is gonna be this one time as a teacher. Um, I asked a sixth grader to hand me a bibliography saying, where did you get your sources? And she hands me a piece of paper that says with no punctuation. I asked Siri. So that's my rating. My rating for this Siri. show is a sixth grader handing me a bibliography that just says, I asked Siri. That is a really good rating. Yeah. This, by the way, is the kind of rating we should give on every. Yeah, I think especially on the worst part, especially on the worst part, you yeah. absolutely have to give it these kind of ratings. I think it's good. I think it's I'm really going to start doing that on my podcast. I'm just going to start ra- rating things on these random ratings. Oh, I'm very glad you guys enjoyed yourselves. Speaking of your podcast, Mr. David Cast, The Film Twits. Yes. Tell us a little bit about it and tell us how we can find it on uh, on social media. Yes, you can find us on all social media platforms, mm-hmm. including, but not limited to, all social media platforms. <laughs> I don't do the tech things. So you can find <laughs> the, them on, on... The Film Twits. You can find them at The Film Twits on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. It uh, is uh, three of us, myself, my good friend Brandon, and my other good friend Caleb. Caleb knows what he's talking about. Brandon and I have completely polar opposite tastes in movies, and I'm incredibly opinionated. I can confirm that. And yes, and that's <laughs> it. And because it's my opinion, therefore I cannot be wrong because it's just a subjective opinion. Well. But we talk about we talk about <laughs> movies in no semblance. There's no semblance of order of anything. It's like pretty much whatever we want to talk about. Like we'll be like, "Hey, you want to talk about horror movies this week? No, let's talk about Shawshank Redemption." Okay. <laughs> And so we'll start off talking about Shawshank Redemption and invariably go into Michael Bay beating. I'm pretty sure that actually happened in one of your 
episodes. What, Michael Bay beating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost mm-hmm. every episode Michael yeah. Bay gets a Absolutely. Lashing. Absolutely. And you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will have a link on uh, on this post. So make sure you check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the very first episode of The Best and the Worst with B-Dubs and my British best friend, Mr. David Cass, from the Film Twits podcast. Please go give them a listen. They are very good. Thank you so much. Please like, share, and subscribe. Tell all your friends about how much you enjoy Wrestle Life Radio. Have a wonderful night, everybody.